Hey, yo, what up, baby? Hey, yo, what up, y'all? It's good to be back, man. I know what you're probably thinking. Yo, Vic, it's been a while. Where have you been? Great question. You know, I've actually had a lot of things happen to me over these past few months and kind of required me to like pay attention to them. First of all, I was like basically without an apartment for six or seven weeks, which sucks, obviously, especially in this city, right? Juggling a job while not being able to like live in your own like apartment, your own space is really difficult, right? And um, so yeah, that was my life for six weeks. Got housing in my new apartment. Love it. Having a great time. I pay less and I have more. I have my own private roof, okay? And I pay less. So beat that, okay? And I live in a better location. Like I am having the time of my life. I love East Village, right? Now I carry my woven Trader Joe's tote bag everywhere. Yeah, I'm really like getting in with this East Village, New York culture. And I'm also applying to grad school. That's stressful. Hopefully it all pans out the way I want it to. You know, I'm pretty confident in myself. I'm actually a reapplicant. So, you know, I've incurred some failures, but, you know, I've grown from them and I hope it's all panned out the way it does. You know, I'm confident in myself. So, yeah. Also, um, I love my job, dude. Like, I just love my job. I invest a lot of time into it. I think sometimes we're forced into positions just because people tell us to or because it brings monetary value. But for the first time in a while, like, I'm not going to say I get paid like a million bucks. Not even close. I don't get paid six figs, and that's okay. But everything I do for this job has been the most rewarding experience for me, and I feel like it's helped me grow as a person and my future profession. So that's all that matters. And I'm just really happy. Like, I've invested a lot of time into it, gained a lot of mentorship, gained a lot of experience, gained a lot of leadership too. So very blessed. Still settling in. Um, you know, I still have a Wu-Tang album sitting here. Pull that back out. You know, I still got a Wu-Tang album that has not been um, put on the wall or has a shelf that is drilled into this brick wall to stand on. So trying to still get some cute decorations and, you know, to make a my space, get a few neon signs, make it look like a frat house. Maybe got a Coors Light neon sign. Okay, not Coors Light, not that fratty, but something cute. You know, we have a brick wall. Why not? And then, yeah, I've also been working on myself a lot like emotionally and mentally. I think that nowadays with the world always moving all the time and we're always trying to play other people's timeline, sometimes it's hard to take a step, reflect and look back. So I'm always a big believer in like, you know, helping others, listening to others, you know, trying to give advice when you can. But I'm as hypocritical as most people. I don't practice what I preach. So for once in my life, maybe not, okay, not once, but I am practicing what I preach. I'm starting to look at the glass half full, starting to think of all the opportunities, the growth that I could be, not my past, you know, I'm looking towards the future and everything's just a step in the right direction, you know, and you know, that's taken a lot of work. It's every little evidence-based thing you can think of, journaling, meditation, etc. like I've done and it's really been good for me and yeah, and I've really worked on myself and I'm glad I'm here. I'm really fucking happy. So without further ado, let's get on with the episode. So 
you know, you're probably going to see the title. It's uh, Be Like Bieber. Now, you're probably wondering why the title is Be Like Bieber. And I'm about, to, I'm about to drop some knowledge, man. These are things I usually don't talk about. I don't like to talk about the politicking. I don't like to talk about the politics. But there's some shit that's been going on the past two weeks that's been annoying the living shit out of me. And maybe I want to get shit off my chest. Maybe I want to say it with my chest. Okay? Maybe this is a rant. Maybe this is a perspective changer. You know, I don't know. But if you know me, you know I don't like having politics around me. I keep politics out of my mouth. Shout out Will though. But, um, you know, I've, get, I've seen a lot of things that haven't been the best. And I know I'm, I've always been a person that looks at unity and not a divide. And I know there's just been a lot of events that have like generated divide. And I kind of want to talk about it. You know, first of all, shalom and salam alaikum. Like, to all my brothers and sisters, you know, I know this is a tough time for everyone. And I know people are dying. And, you know, this is an important issue to talk about, right? I know we all have our opinions. I have my own. I'm not going to share that opinion. This is not really a political conversation. I try not to talk about it. But, you know, I have one. I have a strong one. But I don't think that's the point. So I'm not going to share it. What I am going to say is that this issue that I'm about to talk about goes beyond Israel, Palestine, you know, people dying here, Hamas this. It's beyond that. I just want to re reflect on the fact that we really have to take accountability for our actions as individuals. You know, and people, like, I really noticed this issue. People just want to be mad sometimes, brush. You know, people want to say whatever the fuck they want. It doesn't matter what side they're taking. You know, and that leads to a bigger issue that I want to talk about. And that's misinformation and, like, the way social media has kind of changed things. Especially in these past two weeks. And, like... It's like crazy. Like, you cannot be doing that shit. Like, I repeat, I think it's beyond crazy that we have people out here just reposting and saying whatever the fuck they want. They don't even know what they're reposting. You know, they don't know any numbers. They don't know any statistics. They haven't done any research. You know, they haven't put that human effort in. You know, and if you take it aside without say, saying any facts, then, like, I don't know what to tell you, bro. You know, and it's issues like this that really cause divide amongst us, you know, amongst people. Amongst friends, amongst families, you know, you break relationships and you know what, like, you know, people dying, civilians dying on both sides. Like if that's the effect, if devise the effect, it's inherent in this case. Like, we can't control it sometimes. I'm just not going to be okay with people just saying whatever they want to say. And then you ask them, why do you think that? And they're not, they're going to be like, I don't know. You know, that's my issue with everything. Like that's my issue. And part of it's what we're exposed to. You know, if I see 15 million reposts of something, I might repost it too. I'm not, I'm not like saying I'm a saint. I wish I was. I wish I was, but I'm not. So, you know, we're all people at the end of the day. We all have emotions. And as charged at this time is, you know, there's people out there that just want to say what the masses are saying. And that's okay. You know, if that's what you want to do, that's your prerogative. But make sure you're fucking informed. You know, as charged as these times are, everybody's emotional, everybody's going through, everybody's trying to advocate for something they're trying to advocate for, right? And I don't want to cancel, and like, I'm going to be honest with y'all, please do not cancel someone for having a different opinion than your own. You know, I know that's like, that's harder than it seems, 
But like, that's important. Like, here's my perspective on this. Okay. And this is kind of how I grew up and this is why I am the way I am. Right. I don't like to cancel people. Right. I grew up in a very conservative society. I grew up in India. Right. Not saying everybody in India is conservative. Definitely not the case. But it's prominent enough for there to be enough talks about being conservative. You know, and I have friends. I'm not like and I have friends that say being gay is an illness. Right. Do I agree with that? Hell no. Right. But have I also had the privilege to like gain an education and have the conversations about what's right and what's wrong with regards to sexuality? Yes. Now, will me telling them or passing on this information kind of change their perspective in a day? Hell no. Like I can't. It's not going to take one conversation. It takes 15. You know, you're changing the way someone was raised. You're changing the way that they were brought up. You're changing their paradigm of thought. And no one's paradigm of thought changes overnight. It takes years of grilling. It takes years of repetitive, like, understanding and learning, you know? But those are conversations I'm willing to have. You know, I'm, and I'm saying in these times of, like, all this information going around, I think it's important to have those growth-oriented conversations. And if y'all disagree, that's fine, you know? But personally to me, I don't know, some things just aren't worth losing friendships over. And I think we can generally have growth-oriented conversations. I don't have to, I don't have to like your opinion, right? I don't have to like your opinion, but I will respect it. You know, I respect the fact you have an opinion. I will let you exercise your freedom of speech and I will listen to it, right? Because that, that's bare minimum. That's bare minimum. You know, and I hope like people are doing that during this time because at the end of the day, everybody's going through it on both sides and we all just want to be heard. So please have those growth don't get conversations. And like, to be honest, if you think like, I'm not going to be this guy, right? I'm not going to be that guy, but I might as well bring up a few points. I like to bring up a few points once in a while that are kind of interesting. If you think that you can lose respect for someone or cancel someone for something as, you know, as controversial as like, Oh, you side with Palestine or you side with Israel, you side with Hamas, you know, like people saying whatever the fuck they want to say, because that's what the information is presented them as, or that's what they choose to believe without looking at anything. Cancel culture isn't as effective as you think it is, right? People want it to be. You want to look smart. It's egotistical sometimes, but it's also sometimes the most fake and damaging thing that's very convenient for the time, right? Like, Let's be real, like, Chris Brown's still making music. Yeah, 3X is in the club every fucking night, right? And he's still taking royalties. I'm not gonna lie, I listen to Kiss Kiss, okay? Him and T-Pain. Just a country boy from Tappahannock. Like, we've all heard the song, you know? Right, Travis Scott. I don't remember when that concert was, but when he was doing that whole mosh pit thing and people were, like, getting injured and shit. Or, I, did someone die? I don't know if someone died, but people were getting hurt, Right? Motherfucker just dropped Utopia. Okay? And if you make matters for worse, Louis C.K., who was filed for sexual assault and admitted to it, just sold out Madison Square Garden earlier this year. So, I really don't want to hear it. I really don't want to hear it. Right? I feel like we're capable. Like, if we're letting these people sell out Madison Square fucking garden, right? You know, honestly, it's the same people that canceled that still listen to music. Right. And that's or still consume the media. And that's the fucking issue. 
right? That's an issue that I don't want to talk about right now, but I'm just saying cancel culture isn't as effective as you fucking think it is, right? So please, before you say anything, what I'm trying to say is I don't care what side you take. I think it's important for you to have an opinion, but at the end of the day, I just want that opinion to be based on information that you've done research with information that you have consumed information that you have gone and sought after not because you saw 15 other million people take a side so you take a side you know and i think misinformation and active negligence is a much bigger problem right now that we need to address than a person taking a side you know and if you're mad at people that don't have information that they haven't looked up or they chosen not to look up and they find out of convenience, then I really, really advise you to not waste your energy. Do not waste your energy on that, right? Like at the end of the day, we're all people and we're all trying to grow. And in an ideal world, we all want to be unified. You know, we all want to stand. We are people. We all got families. People are dying, right? You know? On both sides, right? Families, no one likes civilian deaths. That's one thing, one fact we've all agreed on. Civilians are fucking dying, right? So I don't care what side, ha what side's going on, like what side you agree with. Just be careful, have very intentionally minded conversations and try listening to the other side and have those conversations because at the end of the day, that those help you grow as individuals. You're going to have to disagree with people every fucking day, bro. Like, personally, you're going to disagree with people every fucking day, right? Like, people have their own thoughts, you know, and not everybody's going to be perfect. So sometimes you got to have a few conversations, educational conversations. You have to talk to people, educate them on your perspective, show them where you got it from. You know, that's how we grow as people, unify. We may not agree on all the same things, but we have to have those conversations. And if you don't, that's okay, you know? And if you don't know what's happening, there's nothing wrong with admitting that you don't know what's happening. Honestly, I think that takes a lot more effort to do, you know, than to just blindly just repost and be a person in the crowd. That's fucking conformity, right? And that's up to you. If you want to go with the masses, do you, boo. Like, I don't give a fuck. But like, hopefully, like, you yourself have a higher standard for yourself. And you don't do that. But I really hope that people out here take the effort to learn about the issue if they do admit that they don't know. You know, I'm not going to say I'm the fucking Bible or Encyclopedia Britannica on this. But I understand we all got lives. We all got to live in. Each of us are going through our own thing. And everybody just deserves a little kindness once in a while. I got that from Ted Lasso. Okay. I think it was Roy Kent that said that, right? So you admitting that you don't know something and are willing to be educated on it, you know, you're automatically stronger than a lot of people, right? And if people shit on you for that, then they're the one, they're either going through it, bro. They either got their own shit going on or they don't have a growth mindset. And personally, like I don't endorse those people on this podcast. This podcast has a very growth oriented mindset. You know, we try to embrace that. And those who know me know I never run from a difference of opinion, right? And I hope you don't either. But I do walk away from people that don't listen and let others speak their truth, 
right? Because we all got our own truth. And I think it's important we all feel comfortable in expressing that. So, my main point out of all of this rant is just be informed, right? Be educated, have discussions, and advocate for yourself, right? I think that's brilliant that you do that. I don't have to agree with it, but I'm glad that you do, and I will respect and I will have that conversation with you. And I hope others do too, right? Or you can be like Justin Bieber. Repost a Pray for Israel comment, and then post a picture of Gaza in the same post, right? That's what misinformed and does not care looks like, right? I can't even blame him though. Like he literally pays millions of dollars to a fucking Ivy League educated social media team. They're the ones who I blame. They're the ones who I blame. Do you remember Comedy Central Roast? You remember Comedy Central Roast 1? Yeah, I bet you like Comedy Central Roast 2 is around the corner. Jeff Ross... He about to raise the promises again. I guarantee you, bro. This shit is about to bring him back. Like, what I'm saying is that's that's misinformed. You know, he literally posted two opposing facts and he didn't know, you know? But yet he's choosing to take a side. Now, I'm not saying that that side is right or wrong, but what I am saying is that's just misinformation. You know? That's just misinformation. And... I understand people are dying. Families have been lost on both sides. So please take care of yourself and your families. And like from the bottom of my heart, I'm sorry to all the loved ones lost. I know it's a really trying time for a lot of people. And I pray for their lives. Right. And that's all I got to say about that. And hopefully we give love to one another. That Jada and that will love. Sorry. Um, but, um, you know, um, enough of the jokes. All right. Nah. Okay, I'm done. Okay. But seriously, like... How the hell can someone... Like, tell me, the last two weeks, we were talking about World War Three potentially. Right? Okay, everything World War Three. Ukraine, Russia was World War Three. Okay, everything World War Three. But, okay, World War Infinity, right? We're talking about that. And then the next day, not even people. I'm on peoples.com. I'm on peoples.com looking at what the fuck happened. You know? Jada Pinkett Shakur, you have me by the balls reading through peoples.com on my iPad, okay? I'm part of the problem, okay? I know I'm part of the problem. But you're telling me you had you guys were soulmates and had no chemistry? Hello? Your kids got to live with that shit. Your kids got to live with that shit. How are they going to look at their dad? How am I going to look at their dad? You know, this hitch, this is hitch. This is hitch. This is men in black. This is Ali. He played Ali. This is Ali. That's crazy. That's crazy. You know, that's crazy, bro. So, yeah, you know, as it's cuffing outside, it's cuffing season. So, uh. You know, just make sure you don't have that Jaden that will love, bruh. Okay? For real. Make sure you actually like them. And you're just not going through seasonal depression. For real. Okay? I know when, I know everyone likes to cuddle. I love to cuddle too. Everybody likes to cuddle during the winter. But please, let those cuddles last if you want them to. Right? I don't want to hear shit like partnerships, situationships, entanglements. Just either we are or we ain't. That's it. 
Just please make your life simpler. I am begging you. This is not an advice column, but I'm just letting you know, be safe emotionally. Okay, and that's all I got to say on that. Right? Um, but, you know, I do respect the seasons changing. Anybody who knows me knows I love the fall, love the winter, grew up in Chennai for most of my childhood, so snow is cute. Snow is awesome. Will I like the snow in New York? Probably not, okay? But a dream of mine is to always see the lights, right? And I finally get to cross that off my bucket list, so I'm really excited like excited about that and I'm really happy like I love the fall I love it when the leaves fall you know just the right vibe to wear a hoodie sweatpants and some burks like that's my go-to fit and I've gone to a few cool Halloween bars I went to this place it's called Beetle something Beetle House right? it's a Halloween themed bar I'm going to a few this weekend too and you know I'm throwing a little Halloween party next week so Really excited, like, you know, glad I can this year. Last year I was not. I was stuck in Alpharetta last year in my mom's house. So, very happy I can throw my own Halloween party. Um, But yeah, the other day, like, you know, I love New York, man. Like, I think it's it's an interesting place. I always say Atlanta is a city of change, but I also see it in New York, which is good, you know. Um, I was at the WNBA Finals, right? And do I gotta say, it was fucking awesome, Okay. Like, I'm always, like, I'm not, I'm not going to say I've always been a WNBA fan. Sorry, before I fucking lie on the mic. I've not always been a WNBA fan, right? But I've been loving to see the growth of women's sports these past few years. And really feel like we're at this, like, really good point of inflection. You know, like, I guarantee you, yesterday Barclays was filled. It was game four. So, the Liberty lost. Okay, I do have my Liberty shirt right here. For people that want to see it. Do got my Liberty shirt. My cousin worked for the Liberty for a little bit. So, you know, we big Liberty fans now. Right. Um, Packed house. I think Issa Rae was there. Sue Bird was there. Jason Sudeikis was there. Um, Trying to think about who else was there. Ooh. Yeah, that's all I can think about off the top of my head. But, like, there were stars there, bro. Like, people were there. It was like Hollywood Row, you know. Um, It was good to see that, you know. And I was telling my friend, um, I don't want to name drop him, but I was telling my boy who bought me the ticket, thank God, because I can't buy that ticket on my salary. But um, he was, I was just telling him, I was like, I think we're really here for an important part of sports. Like we were there at a very crucial moment, you know, stadium packed. It just felt, it just felt like the vibes. I've never even seen State Farm packed that loud, you know, during the playoffs when we're playing the Sixers. You know, during that crazy run a few years ago, I've never seen, like, a stadium that packed my entire life. So, it was amazing to see, you know? And, um, like, if you think about it, like, women's sports now, we have icons, which is really cool. Like, especially in America, like, the U.S. women's soccer team. You know, we have, we've had Serena Williams in tennis and Venus Williams. And now, like, basketball has a star. You know, Sabrina Unescu, Brianna Stewart, um... Asia Wilson, like there's a few, you know, and I'm really happy to, happy to see that. Um, like, even if you think about it, even college is expanding. I really feel like this expand, like this expand, expansion, that's the noun. This expansion really came from the college sport, right? Like you got the LSU team, you got Caitlin Clark, right? You have undefeated UConn teams in terms of women's basketball, 
right? And back to Caitlin Clark. Did you know, and I don't know if many people know this, like based on people who watch, but um, she sold out an entire football stadium. Caitlin Clark plays for Iowa State, just context. And last year, she was dropping 45-point, 30-point triple doubles on people, left and right, blowing up entire teams, right? And if you see it, she sold out the entire Iowa State football stadium. Look at the pictures. It is absolutely insane where, like, the direction of the sport is doing, you know, going. And, you know, I really feel like we're at this amazing nexus where we can watch sports, like, all the time for everyone, more exposure. It's just good, you know? And it's about fucking time, right? I'll be honest. In 2013, I didn't know the Atlanta Dream existed, right? Well, okay, let's be honest. They're not the Liberty right now, but I definitely see Ryan Howard doing her thing, and I'm proud to see that. I definitely gotta start tuning in more, though, right? Than just to the Liberty and the Aces. Although, you know, it's fun to watch, right? I love Candace Parker. Candace Parker's on my favorite show um, with the, another TV show host, and it was cool to see her sit on the bench and win another ring because she was injured. But she won a ring. Um, and yeah, um, it's just been really cool to see everything kind of grow. Like when you see the growth of a sport, it's really awesome. Um, love pickleball too. Not as enthused about it, but you know, I love watching women's sports grow. Um, and I also know Ryan Howard is uh, close to Kevin Durant. So Ryan, if you could do me a solid, uh, you know. Tell him to play for Atlanta. We got DeJounte, bro. We traded the entire depth of a lineup. I am begging you. Bring him here. Sign him for the veterans minimum, which I think is like $10.5 million. He's got enough money. So please tell him. Um, back to the point. You know, I think the first time I was ever exposed to like seriously watching like women's college basketball was I think when Sabrina Unescu played. And she plays for the Liberty now. She's the number one pick. But when she played for the Oregon Ducks, right? And when she laced them up for the Ducks, it was absolutely insane, right? And then since then, I think, like, the game is elevated. And I'm glad it has, right? And this is how games elevate. They find their icons, right? They rally around them. They drop 40-point triple doubles, totally lacing people left and right. And they come back, right? And now, you know, I saw my Queen Asia Wilson. Queen. Queen. Now I was voting for the Liberty. Like I was rooting for the Liberty. But last night I saw Asia fucking tear up. Turn around jumper in your face. Two minutes left to go. Jogging down the court. I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. But I'm very proud of what I saw. You know. I, it was really dope to see it. You know I've been to a few Liberty games. And most of them like they're decent. They're decently packed. But last night was insane. Right. But. You know, now we're at this challenge, like, but to grow the game, to make a, like, a more important point, to grow the game and to improve the exposure of it, we need to pressure media, right? It all comes down to them. The amount of times I've heard the question, oh, you watch LeBron and the fucking Rockets, right? But you don't watch the WNBA. That's a fair question. But in all fairness, it's also harder to watch WNBA games, right? They don't get the same amount of airtime. They don't get the same amount of publicity, you know? Um, I know the WNBA is losing money, but these are things that we need to establish in the first place to make sure these venues are there, to make sure these avenues exist, right? Like, 
I'll be honest, the, the NBA is on 30 fucking channels more than more, in more languages than India has, you know? Like, that's not even possible. I bet you India can't even count that shit. And so, like, to have that and then to have barely any streaming, forget globally but nationally, is something that we need to fix. You know, and I actually talked about that earlier today with some friends, so I'm glad I could kind of bring this to the podcast. And, yeah, and we need to put an effort right on media even ourselves like we have to make more intentionality like we have to be more intentional with how we view sports if we love a sport see what see what it has to offer you know so um throughout this entire soliloquy i had i know i've touched on a few topics but to bring it all together it's all about media you know in the way it shapes our moods opinions and honestly like what i've seen the past two weeks our relationships And I'm just going to say, just be wary and mindful, especially as we get busier. These are the things that help us keep tabs on people, help us keep in contact, help us shape our opinions, right? And sometimes it can be 100% truthful or the exact opposite, right? So it's up to us to make those conscious efforts as to what we want to do with the information we receive or if we want to receive any information at all, right? So... Do your best to sift through the facts, have more intentional conversations, and we really do have the power to make our choices and stay informed. And with that, you know, I'm hella glad to be back, man. It's been a while. Missed you all and love you. Tune in for the next episode. Peace. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.